Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast with the coach, Brendan Sir. And uh, what a week. What a week we had uh, at the Final Four, both in Columbus and in San Antonio. And what we're going to do today is I wanted to change up and show you a a little bit about, talk to you about a little bit about some of the things that went on on my trip, but also in the games that we saw. And so I I think that'll be a, a, a little different. So what we're going to do is I'm going to tell you about the final fours, my observations about them. And also I got a surprise for you at the end. I got our dear friend, Jay Wright, uh, is going to talk to us about some of his philosophy, which, as I told you in the beginning, this use this March Madness as a learning project for yourself. And man, were there some amazing teaching. So let's come back after this quick break. We'll come back and I'll talk to you about the final fours, both men's and women's. Hey, let's take a second to tell you about one of our partners, Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish basketball shooting machines are the most high-tech and durable basketball shooting machines on the market today. Each shooting machine was designed specifically for high repetition training to allow players to improve through technology. Dr. Dish offers game-like training to give hundreds of shooting reps in just minutes and to provide powerful analytics to help players improve their game. Dr. Dish has also introduced Skill Builder, which is the first of its kind of basketball shooting industry that enables coaches and players to stay connected, design and upload training exercises that combine shooting, conditioning, and ball handling into one complete workout, and instantly receive feedback on their workout, allowing for real-time adjustments and improved performance. It is without question the most innovative basketball training machine on the market. It's been the official shooting machine of Coaching You for the last two years. To learn more about Dr. Dish, log on to drdishbasketball.com or follow them on Twitter at drdishbball. Let's go first to the to the Columbus uh, event. When I went up there, uh, what you see in women's basketball is incredible excitement. Uh, you see a packed arena, a gorgeous arena in Columbus, and amazing uh, the crowds that support the women's game now. It was uh, my first time to see that, and uh, it was a terrific lineup of teams, you know, where we had, you know, Mississippi State and Louisville, and then, of course, we had Notre Dame and UConn the first night, and uh, I thought the four teams that were in the women's final four were as good and as well-balanced as we've seen. <laughs> Little do I know, both games go to overtime. And it was interesting because I thought Louisville had the, you know, the first game won, and then Mississippi State, Vic Schaefer ran a great, great after-timeout play, got his gal a wide-open three, knocked it down, and and you know that that is what coaching is all about. I love the women's game. I love the quarters. I love the timeouts that you can advance the ball. Men need to learn from take something from women and learn from it. And they really have a nice game. They have a good flow to their game. It's really well played. It's unbelievably well coached. And uh, I really enjoyed that. And then the second game, uh, we saw a Notre Dame team who has had four of their players lost for the season with ACL injuries. And this is a team that during the season I happened one night to be watching uh, on ESPN, uh, Notre Dame at Louisville, 
and I'm a huge fan of both Jeff and Muffet, and all of a sudden I'm looking, and Notre Dame is down 50. 50, and lose by 33 or some ridiculous thing. And I cannot believe it. Didn't really know about the ACLs at that point. And then to think, and this is a great lesson for you as a coach, is that all of a sudden, you know, you know, you don't think you're going to win another game when that happens. And if you look at what Muffet did during the rest of the year and some of the wins she had, absolutely incredible. And what I saw in her team is she has a team that can really score the ball, but it's not like it's blessed with super quick guards and stuff like that. It has really smart players. It has two terrific athletes and, you know, as good a player as there is in the game. And I think, you know, what we saw... Uh, you know, by Notre Dame is a team that hung around. I thought Muffet really did a great job with her defenses. She's constantly switching. She came out both nights and played zone, uh, you know, and switched her defenses up during the game. Uh, would, you know, trap against players that were good in the post. And really, she has a great feel to coach. That's why she's a Hall of Famer. And and I really enjoy watching her teams play. And she got the most out of those that team. And that's the essence of what coaching is. But to have the same player on both nights knock down a game-winning shot, I've never seen that done before. And so congratulations to them as they go. And and Mississippi State, Vic Schaefer, is uh, just amazing what he's done getting to the final game two years in a row. He's up five with a minute and a half to go and lost an absolute heartbreaker. You know, tie game, they have the ball on the break. Their player gets fouled, no call. And Notre Dame gets the ball, advances it, and they make the shot to win the game. Uh, really, really a tough way for them to lose. But uh, he is one of the really great coaches in the country. And, you know, 37-1 going into the to the finals. Absolutely uh, incredible. Two years in a row being in that position. Vic Schaefer, we salute you and your team for the way they played. Uh, Muffet, incredible. Beating Gino Oriema. Gino, you know, obviously isn't, you know, the Hall of Fame coach he is. And uh, amazing that two years in a row he loses in, you know, on buzzer shots. And so that's how that's how our game is. It's a suffering business when you, when you lose. Only one team each year is going to be happy when the season ends. <laughs> one team. And I, Bill Self, I thought, articulated that after Saturday night's loss to Villanova. So uh, the women's Final Four was terrific. It matched all my expectations, and congratulations to Notre Dame. Hopped on a plane, got down to San Antonio, and uh, the reason I was jumping back and forth, I have uh, two incredible, incredible sponsors in uh, Dr. Dish, uh, the shooting and incredible player development uh, machine that we have that is just uh, sweeping the game at the pro and college level and uh, and then our, our, our unbelievable partners from Fast Model and uh, the software that we use as coaches uh, for Fast Scout and our Fast Draw, all the plays that we do, that myself Zach Kendrick, Ryan Pannone, all of us draw up, we all use you know Fast Draw and amazing technology the things that we have going with uh, Fast Model that we're rolling out a software this spring and summer uh, will be a game changer. And uh, the platform you'll be able to see things on, on your phone and stuff will really be something that I think as a coach, 
you're really going to love. So uh, we thank them for allowing us to, to go down to San Antonio, see so many of our friends. And, uh, and the great thing about going to a convention like that is you get to see coaches that you've worked with in the past, coaches that have attended coaching you live over the years, uh, and just people that, you know, frankly, you know, listen to our podcast like you are right now, and also coaches that every week see some of the incredible plays and stuff that, you know, our staff at Coaching You uh, draws up to share with you, as well as our partners at, you know, Robbie Lehman and the people at Fast Model do to help coaches. All we're trying to do is just help you as coaches. And so we got down to San Antonio, and one of the things uh, after our incredible, incredible get-together at Dave & Buster's for Fast Model, uh, we, we, we went to that game, and what we saw is incredible. A, a Loyola team that won the hearts of everyone. Uh, Porter Moser, the job that he and his staff have done uh, in taking a team to believe. And, uh, you know, Porter has shown how to grow a program. Uh, hopefully, you know, in the next few weeks, he'll be able to come on and tell us how he did it. And I think that will be something I'll cherish because I really want to learn from him. And one of the things that, you know, you saw is that how a team of that size that great an academic school with the budget that they have can go and compete against any team in the country. That is pretty cool. And then you saw, you know, one of the great, great professionals that we have in our business, John Beeline at Michigan. A man has done it at every single level. He's been a high school, junior college, you know, small college coach, as well as, you know, at Richmond, at West Virginia. And watching him what he has done now at Michigan, uh, and how he has evolved. If you've studied uh, what John and the style of play that he has used and watch what he does now, that is exciting to me because what we've done is we've seen a coach that's really changed his whole philosophy. And that's what coaching is, to take your talent and to make it as effective as possible. And uh, what I also saw when John came back and he, he beat Loyola and then, uh, you know, had the tough loss to Villanova, his post-game comments, I thought, really described who he is as a person. He is all about the kids. He's all about them uh, playing with joy, about them developing as players. And when they leave Michigan, the brotherhood that they've formed is going to be, you know, something that they'll cherish for life. Uh, that truly is coaching. Bill Self, our Hall of Famer from last summer, uh, you know, he's remarkable. What he has accomplished this year with 14th straight uh, Big 12 championship, you know, defies. Only Wooden, I think, you know, has up in that class of consecutive championships. But Bill uh, adapted. He's always been a coach that played with two post players. Uh, really uh, has a great style, and all of a sudden, he only had one. And man, how he changed the way they played and got the most out of that talent. And to have them reach the final game and play, and they ran into a team that, you know, Villanova, you know, you, you would, I don't I question, you know, only maybe Golden State could shoot or Houston on a given night could shoot like they did. Uh, setting an all-time record for three-point shots made. And when you play against a team like that, I, frankly, you have no chance of winning. So you just caught them on a bad night. 
you know, and, and my biggest fear for Villanova was, frankly, would they have any shots left? <laughs> and uh, the way they started off the game, they didn't. Uh, but, you know, Jay Wright has established himself as one of the great, great coaches in college basketball history. Uh, he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to become a Hall of Famer very shortly. Uh, he has the total package. Uh, having been blessed to know him for so long, uh, Jay is the same person he was as an assistant to Roley, uh, as the head coach of Hofstra. But I want you to, as we talked about back in uh, the start of our March Madness, use this as a laboratory to learn. And I think what you'll find is if you go and you trace coaches and you find out and you follow and see what Jay Wright did his three years at Hofstra, and you say, this guy is now the best coach in college basketball. It'll, you'll see similarities when you go back and look at Coach K when he started out at Duke, Belichick with the Cleveland Browns, Saban. You'll see this all along, that it takes time to establish yourself. Very few people are lucky enough to come in and have instant success. But you've seen someone evolve to, to develop who they are as people, to develop and get there. You know, do I try to be Rolly Massimino or do I become myself? Do I become a hybrid? And I think what you see is you see Jay Wright with great influence from other people. But what you see is Jay Wright. You see someone that absolutely loves his players. He's developed, you know, the word culture is such an, you know, often used word. But in their case, it is a truism. How has he done it? He goes and he recruits players that want to play at Villanova, that want to get a degree from Villanova, that want to stay at Villanova. Then he and his staff developed the heck out of them as players. But, you know, he's not looking for guys that are one and done. But he's looking for guys that want to do it the Villanova way. And I think it's it's commendable. I think it's obviously it's what we would love all of college basketball to be possibly. But I think it's who Jay Wright is. It's who Villanova is. And it's a perfect fit. So... With Zach and I talking about what we wanted to do, I, I thought it was really important that there's no better time than to reflect on what Jay did. And last year, um, at the end of the season, Jay came out with a best-selling book called Attitude. You know, and and the book was basically about how to win on and off the court, and it's all about attitude. And we did a podcast with him. And I wanted you, I, I thought it was so relevant for us to, to kind of listen to what we did. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and I'll introduce what we're going to listen to because I think it's going to be timely and it'll be a great lesson for you. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Fast Model Sports is the world's most versatile basketball coaching software to help power your preparation. Fast Model has developed the industry's best coaching software, including the number one play diagramming and playbook software, FastDraw. FastDraw bridges the gap between whiteboarding and the digital world with an incredibly easy-to-use interface that can be used on both your computer and your iPad, providing maximum portability for your own personal play and drill database. doesn't stop there. Along with FastDraw, they have other great programs such as FastScout, which I have used, which helps coaches create clean professional sky reports customized for your team. FastModel is trusted and used by every NBA team and WNBA team and 85% of Division I college teams 
and over 8,000 high school and youth teams from over 75 countries around the world. In addition to a great product, they also provide basketball coaching resources through their blog and play bank, which features over 5,000 free plays and drills for their online coaching community. For access to these plays and more information, visit FastModelSports.com or follow them on Twitter at FastModel. I'm really excited about this because one of the things that uh, you're going to hear in our conversation, and again, I love when I get a chance to talk and you know interview and have discussions with coaches that I'm really, really close to. And uh, Jay and I did the first podcast when his book came out before anyone else. And so you never know how those are going to go. He hadn't practiced a pitch or anything. It was in Georgetown before a game uh, the night, the day before. And we caught up and I just wanted to hit him with some ideas because, again, we're so familiar. So the topics that I touch on are how important leadership is in developing the attitude of your team. Uh, how does he maintain and even develop the culture? How does that happen? And, you know, I think our questions and conversation that we have, the give and take is, is really strong. And then most importantly, if you're a college coach or a pro coach and you have an opportunity to draft or sign players as free agents or trade for them, how do you as a college coach recruit to fit your culture? want you to really listen closely as Jay and I have our conversation, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Now here's Jay talking about his leadership. It's got to start, um, you know, and I did learn a lot of this from Coach Massimino. It's got to start with the leadership, and, and whatever group you're a part of, if, if you have a if you have a chance to be a leader, if you have a chance to be a leader of men or women, um, what you really have a chance to do is is define how we're going to live you know not not how not just how we're going to play basketball or you know not how we're going to practice but how we're going to live and that, that's really the, the the basis of your culture um once you once you define that and and you bring people in that that uh that want to learn that and want to be a part of that then you build from from there, how are we going to practice? You know, how are we going to play in games? But it starts with how are we going to live? How are we going to treat each other? How are we going to wake up every day? What, when we wake up every day, our most important characteristic is our attitude. That's why we call the book Attitude, and we try to teach our guys mm-hmm. that, that, that we control that every day. You know, how we walk in the office and, you know, say hello to each other, and um, how we treat the, the person that that cleans the, the the offices and empties the trash cans and cleans the locker room and how we treat the manager that that dives on the floor to wipe up the sweat and make sure the players say thank you to them. We, we, we have to define that as leaders. And then every day we have to be the keepers of the flame and we got to make sure that, that it remains that way, you know, and that people don't come from, you don't bring people in that change it. You know, the people that come in, they have to learn and, and accept it, you know. So um, that that's kind of the the basis of uh, of our culture. That is so powerful, Jay. Let me ask you this: so uh, in recruiting, 
at the, this level is just incredible. It's very competitive and yeah. so hard to do. And the kids that we're dealing with, uh, are, and I hate to use this, they're not like when we grew up. And, I, yeah. and that's okay, though. That's okay. Yeah. That is okay. But they're different, and they have such outside influences. Uh, and you're trying to really say, I'm going to... I'm going to really raise you the right way. If you haven't had the benefit of a great mom and dad, I'm going to try to provide that for you while you're here in our family. Uh, so in your selection of talent process, what are the important things to be part of, to be a Villanova Wildcat? Well, Brendan, you hit on a lot of great points. Like I said, I knew this was going to happen when I talked to you, and we could go three hours <laughs> on all this stuff. And we usually do when we see each other. Recruiting. We do. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I'm not saying we – and I, and I wanted to make this point in the book that I'm not saying that we always had this down right, and I'm not saying that it's perfect now. We we have to keep learning because the one thing that's definite in life is change, and um, mm-hmm. things change. And for you and me, part of our challenge is we know what kids used to be like. We knew we know what we used to be like, but a lot of the guys that are recruiting against us now, they. The guys that they're recruiting are—that's normal to them. You know, they don't—they don't have any—they don't have the expectations we had from the other guys. That's part of our challenge, right? So I had to learn that too over the years. And so when we're recruiting, we're really looking for obviously the uh, the talent level that, that we need. And then once we do that, we're looking at the people around them because. Um, Everyone, it's not like it used to be where uh, a parent sends his kid to you, you're the coach, and tells his kid, do what the coach says. Everyone's involved now. So we have, we have to make sure we sit down with the parents, we sit down with the AU coach, we sit down with any other people in their circle um, and explain to them what Villanova is all about and, and explain to them what our culture is and really not try to convince them, but say, do you think that culture is best for your son or your student or your player? And, and if you do, if you think, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to tell you what it is, and if, if you believe in it, then you got to let them fail, you got to let them struggle, and you got to let us work it out. We'll, we'll communicate with you, but we're telling you what it is up front, and our goal is for him to be the best student, the best man, and the best player he can be at the end. That's our goal. It's not simply to make him an NBA player. If he, if he, we want him to want to be an NBA player. If he don't want to be an NBA player, we don't want him. But we also mm-hmm. want him to be the best student, the best person. And if you don't think that's important, then you know don't don't send him to Villanova. And most of them won't. You know, and and so I think it's our responsibility as leaders. We know what the culture is. We know who's going to be successful there. When we're dealing with kids, we got to make sure we pick the ones that are going to be successful and don't mislead them to get them there, and then once they get there, try to get them to buy into the culture. We have to yeah. know from our experience that they're going to enjoy it and be successful there. Thank you, Jay. That was amazing. And I, I, I think, you know, in the next few weeks, I think, you know, we'll try to get Jay on here and talk about some other things that have come up since. But uh, – Again, March Madness was great for me. I learned a lot, and I know you have. And make sure you take notes and you know put this in your basketball notebook, your personal notebook, that you can keep learning. 
again, as part of our learning going forward, uh, a reminder that our VIP leadership program for Coaching You Live happening this summer, July 9 and 10 in Las Vegas. Here's where we're at right now. I put in a bonus program this week that I'm absolutely in love with. Uh, our our guys and our staff here at Coaching You came up with this idea, and I think it's really powerful. Anyone that signs up or has signed up, you will be eligible to participate in weekly coaching clinic calls. Basically, to make it simple, every single week, I will get on a call and I will answer questions that you have an opportunity to send to me and we'll discuss them in a 45-minute or one-hour time frame. So in essence, you're going to have 12 or 13 weeks of clinics, depending on when you sign up. If you sign up this week, you're going to get 12 or 13 weeks of learning. Besides coming to Coaching You Live, July 9 and 10, where you get all of the videos, you get courtside seating, you get a pad folio, you get you know, beautiful dry fit shirt, and you get to network with all of our amazing speakers. We're going to have the most speakers we've ever had at Coaching You Live. I am so excited about that. We are going to overload you. As Kevin and I used to do, we promised you one thing when you came. You're never going to get exposed to more basketball, but when you leave, you're going to have a damn sore arm because you're going to need ice on it because you're going to write and learn so much in the two days that you're there. So take advantage of this. Go to coachingyoulive.com to sign up. Make sure, and we'll get you on that call. You get a special invite each week with a new number to call. And if you can't make the call, we'll send you a recording of it the following day. Amazing opportunity. If you are a learner like I am, you want to be part of this. I want to learn from you, and I think, conversely, you'll learn a little bit from some of my ideas. So until next week, this is the coach, Brendan Sir. Brendan Sir.